Personal power. Chapter two, your master self. The active agent of all of your conscious experiences, of course, yourself. The center of your conscious experience is that you element of your being, that self-conscious something or somewhat, the actual existence and presence of which you assert when you say, I am I. This I am I element of yourself is the one fact of your existence of which you are always absolutely certain and concerning which you can never compel yourself to entertain any doubt. Every time you say or think I, you assert the existence of yourself and its presence in consciousness. No power of argument, no weight of evidence, no sophistry, no casuistry, no fallacy can ever really convince you that your I does not exist, nor that it is not present in being at that moment of consciousness. You cannot truthfully assert I am not in existence here and now, for even when you attempt to make such a denial and negation, you are conscious that it is the I itself making the attempt and uttering the statement. Thus, even your very attempt at denial and negation is transmuted into an affirmation and assertion of your self-existence and of the presence of yourself at that particular time and place. This conscious certainty of all existence and presence of the I is the axiomatic basis of all philosophy. It is the one indisputable, incontrovertible, irrefragable fact of your thought and consciousness. The one fact that cannot be gainsaid, denied, refuted, or overthrown. It is the one point concerning which you can feel absolutely certain and sure. Even the most acute metaphysical or philosophical argument will fail to shake your belief in your own existence and your presence in being. You are always able to declare in the face of all arguments, I am I. You may doubt the evidence of your senses, but you can never doubt this consciousness of your own existence as a conscious being. Here at least, you feel that you are standing on the solid rock of certainty. Your uncertainties begin only when you start to ask yourself, what and why am I? And what else really is? But both of these questions imply your assurance that you yourself are present in existence at that time and place. When you say now, you mean the particular period of time or duration, which you are then experiencing. When you say here, you mean the particular position in space or extension, which you are then experiencing. You must always say and think, I am I here and now but the here and now are relative to yourself and have no other meaning to you. If you think that we are here making much ado about nothing and that we are telling you something which everyone knows without being told, we will answer you by saying that upon this very point, philosophers and metaphysicians have earnestly disputed from the beginning of human thought. This because they realize that this one point if absolutely established, furnished man with his one solid rock of reasoning, his one certain point from which he may chart and diagram his world of experience, that they have reported as they have been compelled to report, its certainty and essential reality is an indication of its ultimate truth, for they have made every attempt to undermine or to surmount it. They saw the folly of merely taking it for granted they knew that too many things which men took for granted are illusions or delusions, 
the flatness of the earth or the stationary position of the earth, for instance. Moreover, those great minds, which for thousands of years have been investigating the subject of personal power, long since discovered the fact that before one can hope to exercise any phase of personal power, he must first arrive at a clear, distinct, and fundamental consciousness of himself, his I am I, as a reality transcending all of his mental and physical instruments, and that upon the degree of his actual consciousness of the independent existence of this I am I, center of his being, depends the degree of his ability to manifest personal power. So you see, we are not wasting your and our time in telling you something not needing telling. Instead, we are endeavoring to awaken in you the actual and vivid conscious perception of a fundamental truth without which you cannot hope to manifest or demonstrate personal power. Omitting this basic and fundamental instruction, there would be no reason for presenting the rest of the subject to you. This ego, self, I, or I am I, which stands at the center of your conscious experience and which is the real doer, seer, feeler, thinker, willer, and actor in your life journey is the master self, the king on the throne of your personal being. To omit reference to it here would be like omitting the character of Hamlet from the play of that name. Before you can begin to hope to manifest and demonstrate personal power, you must become consciously aware of that something or somewhat which employs and manifests that power. Personal power might be present in abundance, but unless there were also something present able to employ and use it, there would be no manifestation or demonstration possible. You are that something. You must become consciously aware of your essential and fundamental self before you will be able to employ the instruments at your hand. You must recognize your sovereignty before you may mount your throne and rule your kingdom. We wish, however, to state emphatically at this point that in our consideration of the master self, the ego or I, which asserts I am I, we shall confine ourselves entirely to the reports of consciousness concerning its presence and existence, its nature and character. We shall point out to you just how you may discover its presence at the center of your being and how you may awaken its latent powers and possibilities so that they may be applied effectively as personal power. We shall avoid entirely the advocacy of any particular one of the many various metaphysical, philosophical, or theological speculations or dogmas concerning its nature, character, source, or origin, or its destiny. We prefer to leave these subjects in the hands of those who specialize upon them. We have no desire to invade their special fields of thought, conjecture, or speculation. We prefer to base our thought upon the fundamental report of self-consciousness, that inevitable, invariable, and infallible report made by self-consciousness whenever it is awakened. For the purpose of our consideration of the master self in this book and that of the instruction to be based upon this, it is sufficient to assert merely, number one, that there exists in you a master self ego, I, or I am I entity, to which all your personal faculties, powers, and activities are subordinate. Two, that, it, that this master self, whatever else it may or may not be, 
must be regarded as a focalized center of presence and power manifested and expressed by the ultimate presence power in its manifestation and expression in the cosmos. These two general postulates are supported by all human thought on the subject and in one form or other are accepted by all phases of philosophical, metaphysical, or theological thought, though variously interpreted and explained. Moreover, actual human experience is in agreement with them. We shall present the general argument to you as we proceed, showing you how firmly based and grounded they are in human thought and experience. But even so, you are not asked to accept them as truth until your own reason and experience so report them to you. So let us begin then with the consideration of the first of the above stated postulates. There exists in you a master self, ego, I, or I am I entity, to which all of your personal faculties, powers, and activities are subordinate. The argument and proof of this proposition is to be drawn entirely from your own conscious experience and not from any philosophical, metaphysical, or theological theories or dogmas whatsoever. Self-analysis will furnish you with the proof. That proof, once so obtained, will be far more satisfying than the mere say-so or thus saith of others. We earnestly ask you to proceed carefully with this process of self-analysis, for it will bring to you results of the most practical and vital character. Do not pass over this part of the instruction as being merely theoretical or speculative, for it is far from being so. And above all, do not take the position that I am willing to take this for granted without actual proof, without bothering about the investigation. For by so doing, you will miss the very kernel of the instruction. For know you that the process of self-analysis will not only prove the thing to your satisfaction, it also will awaken within you the power of the IMI or master self in a way impossible by any other means. You must not only recognize this IMI intellectually, but you must also realize it in feeling before you can manifest and demonstrate it in action. In the following several sections of this book, we shall, through your own self-analysis, make you acquainted with your master self, your ego, your I, your or IMI. You will be led not only to see it, but also to feel it within yourself. This seeing and feeling constitute the first two stages or steps in personal power. The doing stage or step is the third and results from the attainment of the first two. The more thoroughly grounded you are in the first two stages or steps, the better will you be able to attain the final one.